Whitney Houston or Mariah Carey? Oh, don't do this to me. You gotta choose one. Don't do this to me. Whitney Houston or Mariah. No. Both of them pop up. Which one are you choosing first? Mariah Carey, I love you so much. Please don't take this offensively. Oh my God, I just have to choose Whitney. Ooh. I'm so sorry. They're giving me the hardest choice. I love both of you (laughs) equally, but I just have to say Whitney because I just, I I relate with her. She got me out of an abusive relationship. I I related to her drug addiction. I Mm -hmm. related to her struggle with that. I related to... Abusive relationships, toxic relationships, how she got through it and kept singing. And of course, she has such a magical voice that is just impeccable. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the Highest Point Podcast. This is a podcast for everyone, no matter where you're from, no matter what you've been through. You know you deserve the best and willing to put in the work for progress to reach the highest point. Speaking about reaching the highest point, we have a very, very special guest in the building. Oh, I'm yeah. talking about a singer, mm. an actress, mm. a model, mm. a daily survivor of cystic fibrosis. She is a warrior. We got Miss Jessa Furches in the building. Hello, everyone. What's happening with you? What's going Welcome. on? Hey, yo, we having a good time. So glad to have you on. And uh, just something about this show, we like to focus on the journey of our guests Because so many times people see the end result and have no idea about all the work you put in, Mm -hmm. the pain that we went through, the struggle, and everything like that. So it's very important for us to highlight the journey so Mm -hmm. it can be uh, inspiration to others on their walk of life as well. So I did want to ask you, can you give us a little idea about, you know, where you're from and some of your family dynamics growing up? I am from Greensboro, North Carolina. I have lived here my entire life. Um. Sadly, I don't really have much family. Um, my father left randomly one day when I was 10 years old. Um, he took me to school one morning, like a normal day, kissed my mother goodbye. And my mother ended up having a doctor's appointment out of mm-hmm. town that day, but it was canceled. Mm-hmm. So my father basically plotted his leave off of my mother being out of town. And um, he wanted to completely vacate the house and take everything and moving trucks were brought and police were called and um, it was just a wreck. Um, But he was only able to take one box of things and Mm -hmm. my father is not in my life whatsoever. Um, He completely disowned me. Um, So, but I, I'm very grateful to have grown up with such a strong, amazing mother that Mm -hmm. showed me that you can get through the hard times. She had to raise two twins with cystic fibrosis um, Mm. and she was scrubbing floors for a living in the neighborhood at points just to scrape up money for us. And she owns her own business and she takes care of people, um, elderly clients. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's called hand and heart. And um, she really did show me dynamics of being a strong woman, showing me that I can survive this. Right. Seeing her at her lowest points and then her still fighting and her not, not leaving my sister and I. Right. Like she could have left left us just like my father did. We appreciate you sharing that with us. Now, um, because your mother obviously had to been going through it as well when of your course. father left. So, you know, her trying to navigate that with her partner leaving and as well as trying to balance, trying to keep you guys' emotions together mm-hmm. and show that, you know, she can be there for you all as well. Uh, it's a big commend to your mother. That's uh, that's that's just something that a lot of people can just break from. Yeah. So um, 
you know, what do you think kind of helped her get through that? Have you guys ever had conversations about it, you know, after the fact? I think that she is just a very strong-willed woman, and she just really showed me how to collect myself and get it together, but it's okay to have emotional breakdowns, of course. Like, I saw her go through that, Mm -hmm. and um, but I saw her at her lowest and her highest, so. Yeah, absolutely. um, and she she's still a little reserved of all the details, but as I got older, she did release more details, mm-hmm. I guess just waiting until I got older. But um, my father was actually addicted to Oxycontin when he left. Mm-hmm. So I saw a major change in his personality, but I was so young that I didn't think about drugs. He had just had a shoulder surgery. Uh, and yeah, um, yeah. my mother told me that sometimes people just wake up from anesthesia and they aren't the same that mm-hmm. they just change. Cause of course she wasn't going to tell 10, nine, right. 10 year olds that he's doing drugs. But right, my yeah. sister and I saw a very obvious change and we were just like, where's our father? This is not right. The father we know. And then he left. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's Absolutely. crazy. How do you feel like that affected you and your sister though? Cause y'all were, you said nine or 10. Mm-hmm. Like how did that affect you guys? It started my depression in life. Mm. It really started my severe depression and anxiety. Um, I actually had this little closet in my room that I would go sit in and basically cry. Um, And luckily I found Michael Jackson a -hmm. few months after my father left. My mother introduced me to him and he became the figure that I could look up to when I didn't have the figure. Right. Um, Of course, I had my mother, but I just needed something else to hang on to and learn from. And I've learned so much from Michael Jackson and the way that he cared about the world. He cared about people. He was always kind to everyone, even though the scrutiny was constant. The bullying bullying was constant and he kept his composure and he never snapped back at anyone. He was never malicious or evil. He just kept going. Right, right. And I needed to see that in my life, someone to keep going from all of these struggles. Yeah. He had resilience. Your mother had resilience. And also with you having this genetic disease, cystic fibrosis, do you think being able to see that resilience help you cope with? Oh, most definitely. It's been the greatest inspiration in my life. And still to this day, Michael Jackson is the greatest inspiration besides my mother, of course. Mm-hmm. And um, so I made a Michael Jackson closet when I was 10. Ah. And I just put like little YouTube screenshots. I printed yeah. out on uh, YouTube uh, all over the walls. And it's kind of a sad story, but I, I would listen to his music and cry um and i remember i was listening to a song called keep the faith Mm. um by michael jackson and my mother heard me crying because i was just having a hard time i i was constantly bullied on top of everything and um she just told me listen to michael just keep the faith just keep going always just keep going so yeah that's just a little part of my life that i haven't really shared that i did have a little Michael Jackson closet and it's still kind of intact actually, yeah. <laughs> even though there's stuff in the closet. Now I still look in there and the posters are still there and it makes me so happy. Yeah. That's dope. That's yeah, dope. Sometimes you need a little something to look at to, to bring up your spirits. Yeah. You know? of course. Yeah, I think we all have something of some form that helps us get through. Yes, things. definitely. We definitely. all have to have inspiration in life. That's how you keep going. Yeah, absolutely. I, I totally agree with that. So uh, even what we're talking about, the cystic fibrosis, can mm-hmm. you talk about kind of the 
daily struggles or okay. things that you may go through with something like this? Um, well, currently I'm struggling very heavily with gastrointestinal issues. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a procedure done a couple of weeks ago, but um, we're just trying to figure it out. Right. Um, I had surgery and they kind of botched my surgery. They didn't put me into rehab to get my muscles stronger mm-hmm. um, after it was done. So that's the cause of why my muscles are really weak right now in my stomach. And I'm hopefully going to be starting rehabilitation soon with that. Absolutely right. Um, but that's what I'm struggling with most right now. Mm-hmm. And um, basically on a daily basis, I just, I have to take six pills with everything that I eat. Mm. Um, unless it's a snack, I'll take five. If I don't take my pills, my stomach gets very, very angry at me. Oh, man. So <laughs> yeah. sometimes I do forget, and it's crazy because I've been taking them since I was as long as I can remember. But, oh, wow. Do you have like a, a form of like gastroparesis? Um, well, with cystic fibrosis, there's a lot of mucus in your body everywhere, mm-hmm. in your mm-hmm. lungs, and in your pancreas, in your intestines. Um, so it just forms kind of all over your body. Mm-hmm. And... Since we do have to take pills when we eat, um, obviously it's a stomach issue as well that right. comes along with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so is this something genetic, like passed down from like mother to daughter or father to they have children? To, yeah, there's no history of anyone else in my family besides my twin and I. But mm. how you get cystic fibrosis is both parents have to have the cystic fibrosis gene. Mm. And then you get it. But also, I um, I do a thing called the vest every day mm-hmm. um, for 20 minutes, twice a day, that basically, like, shakes me. And I go, like, ah, like I'll be, he's hurting mm-hmm. too much. Um, uh, so I get on that for 20 minutes to get get the mucus out of my lungs and right. my body. Mm-hmm. And Yeah, so the vest, it, it like, vibrates? Yeah, it, it vibrates. Kind of, it kind of loosens everything yeah. up. Got you. Okay. Yeah, so um, now, you know, dealing with these type of things now, with this type of discomfort, this pain, mm-hmm. would, that will be demoralizing to most people. It is sometimes to me. Yeah. It Honestly, it is. I feel like a disgusting person sometimes because of my issues. I feel like a monster. Mm-hmm. I feel like I don't want to be in my body, but I always get myself together and compose myself. And I say, you know what? This is my life. Mm-hmm. This is how it is. I can't change it. Right. I need to just live my best life. Absolutely. And keep trying. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because I don't yeah. want to sit there and just be like self-loathing and poor me. Oh, yada, 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 because that's not who I am. And right. when I get down like that and I feel really down, like I just want to give up because I'm so frustrated with my body mm-hmm. that um, yeah, somehow I literally you just pick myself though. up. And I feel like I got that from my mother, just the willpower to right. continue. Right. So what has music done for you? Because, you know, you're still making these tracks, these mm-hmm. songs and things like that. You know, that can. when I was saying it would be de- demoralizing for most, but somehow you still gather up the strength to create. Because creating, that, that takes a lot of energy as mm-hmm. well. And I know your conservation of your energy is important. Yeah. Um. So what you pour into is important as well. So what has music done for you with your own creation? Writing music is a form of therapy for me, obviously. Mm. Um. It makes me feel like maybe I can write a song that will help someone else that they can relate to. Right. That they can find inspiration and they can find solace and um, just peace and 
that they can enjoy my music. And absolutely, I really don't want to sit around, even if I feel bad. I don't really want to sit around and waste my time in life right. when I could be doing something inspirational. And it's really healing for my spirit when I write music and I write a song and I'm working on music. Um, it's just a feeling I get right. at the right time where I'm ready to do this. Let's go right. do this. Let's go write. Right. Absolutely. I get it. I yeah. get it. So how and long have you been writing? Um, since 2012, 13. Mm. Oh, wow. So 10 years. My it? sister and I were in a group called the Furches Twins. Ah, okay. awesome. If awesome. you guys, do you know who that is? Oh, yeah. I've definitely heard of it. <laughs> I definitely heard of it's it. Me. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, <laughs> yeah, you and your sister, the Purchase Twins. So now, now with doing this, um, I like the audience to get a good idea about you know your style. We're talking about music and things like that. So I want the audience to get an idea about your style. So it's a segment in the show called "Who You Rocking With." So, and what we're gonna find out from this, I'm gonna give you two options. You let me know. Which one you rocking with? It doesn't mean you don't like the other, but if these two popped up on your phone at the same time, you're gonna hit this. So one what first. I'm rocking with, like a music selection? Yeah, it's gonna be yeah. music selection. Gonna be a couple different things. And okay, you just let me know which one you rock with the most. Okay, all right. All so right. this is gonna get the audience a little bit of idea about her style. So who you rocking with? Come on, Michael Jackson or Prince? <laughs> Michael Jackson all day, every day. She got I was, a whole mule of them. People. I was listening right. to Michael Jackson on the way here. I was like, play Michael Jackson. I'm nervous. I need my Michael. I need my Michael. Right. He's my addiction. I need my Michael. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's switch it up. There's another name I heard you mention earlier. Whitney Houston or Mariah Carey. Oh, don't do this to me. You got to choose one. Don't do this to me. You got to pick one. No. Or Mariah. No. Both of them pop up. Which oh one are you God. choosing first? Mariah Carey, I love you so much. Please don't take this offensively. Oh, my God. I just have to choose Whitney. Ooh. I'm so sorry. They, they're they giving me the hardest choice. I love both of you <laughs> equally, but I just have to say Whitney because I just, I I relate with her. She got me out of an abusive relationship. I, I related to her drug addiction. I related mm-hmm. to her struggle with that. I related to... Abusive relationships, toxic relationships, how she got through it and kept singing. And of course, she has such a magical voice that is just impeccable. But I love Mariah Carey so much. And I really would cry if I met her. And I, she is one of my inspirations, too. I have posters of her on my wall as well. So, God, why did you do this to me? (laughs) That's a good one. But I think that's the difference, though, with them. Mariah Carey, she's a superb singer. Mm -hmm. But. I don't know if she faced much adversity. She did. I actually read her book and she inspired me with her book. How so? Um, She grew up in kind of a broken home where she never really felt that she fit in anywhere. And that's Mm. how I feel a lot that I don't really have a place and an exact place. Mm -hmm. And, um, she did go through an abusive relationship as well with Tommy Mottola. And, um, I didn't know who that is. Yeah. He, he runs Sony. He runs Sony. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he did, at least. Right, right. But she went through that. and. Um, but did she sing about this stuff? She wrote about it in her book. Yeah, she sings about inspirational songs all the time, and I love listening to them. I go to them, but... Yeah. Gosh, this is such a difficult yeah, question. Yeah, Whitney's story is just so unknown. They got movies about it, all type of stuff. But The movies are just not... I really didn't enjoy the last movie, honestly. Really? Mm. It didn't show much depth of her life. Mm. Um, it left out a lot of key points, like... She went through a lot of miscarriages as well. And, ah, that's big. Yeah. Um, they didn't really showcase that or showcase 
the struggle that she actually faced, I guess. They just kind of went through it really fast and. Yeah, you can't you can't just stuff all Whitney stuff in like one little spot. You gotta take your time with that. So yeah, that's a, that's an amazing story. Maybe even break that up into episodes. Into two parts. Yeah. It should be like a six part documentary. Right, right. <laughs> for real. Like that's deep. All right. So who you rocking with? Oh gosh. We are not done yet. We are gonna flip it. Uh, now, Jeezy or Gucci Mane? <laughs> Can I be honest that I don't listen to any of them? Yeah, but still, if if one popped up. Say if your your boyfriend was uh, listening to some music. Wait, Which, what were the two options? Jeezy or Gucci Man? I guess Gucci Man. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we already know why. No disrespect. I know you guys are great artists. I just don't listen. To, I don't want to say anything. Yeah, you don't listen to you Jeezy listen and to Gucci Man. Do you yeah. listen to rap at all? I love Eminem. Yeah, he's dope. He's like one of the best one ever. The yeah, I yeah. I ever. I rap to his music for fun in my house. Word. So. Okay. Okay. Because <laughs> uh, this gonna help me also cater some of the other questions I got. If uh, if I knew if you'd listen to rap or not, it don't sound like you listen to it a whole lot, but it's all good. Now, about how old are you? Because I don't know if this question gonna be dated for you or not. I'm thirty. Okay. 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 Just kidding. I'm twenty six. Okay. <laughs> I don't know which one it is. I'm 26. 26, man. 26. Are you telling me I look 30? How rude. No, I'm not. I'm just saying I don't know which one it is because I don't know. You hard to read when you said you said both of them with a straight face. (laughs) Now. But anyway, who you rocking with? Um, These are two shows. Ebro in the Morning on Hot 97 or The Breakfast Club on Power 105. With Charlemagne the God and Oh David yeah, I'm gonna go with the Breakfast Club. Okay, okay. Good choice. Right. It sounded like she didn't she didn't go in for that until I said Charlemagne the God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like people know Charlemagne. They might not know the name of the show. Right. No Charlemagne. Yeah, I didn't know the name of the yeah. show, but Wow, he's bigger than he, the show. Yeah, his name his name hold more weight. Like, right. For real, for real. Okay. All right. So, well, she might be might be dated. Wilding out or Saturday night live. Do you know what Saturday Night Live is? Of course I do. You know what Wildin' Out is with Nick Of Cannon? course I do. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, I think I'll go with Saturday Night Live. Oh, oh why? Surprise. Just because it's different like characters and interviews and yeah. it has comedy in it as well, but it also like showcases people's music and yeah. like different celebrities telling yeah. their story and Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. All right, so Britney Spears or Christina Aguilera? I know the answer. <laughs> Christina Aguilera. Oh, wow. So that was an yeah. easy pick. <laughs> that was an easy pick. Okay, okay. So now since we got a little idea about, you know, things that you rock with, let's go ahead and fire up some of her music, people. Okay. Let me let's... put the headphones on. Oh, I'm so extra. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We got we to you know so so treat her extra. like the star she is. Oh, people. my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Stop. Is that good? Is that good? Let me, is that okay, the right that looks okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, darling. Thank you. I got you. I got you. <laughs> All right, so we're about to get into some of her music. Let's get it. Let's go. Let's go. I hope you like it. All right, ladies and gentlemen. I need you to go ahead and turn your volume up. We got Jessa Furches in the building. You hurt? Seeing is believing. Here we go. Uh-huh. I wrote all the lyrics. The highest point podcast. I know the ceiling when it's 
Thought some of my weakness, I'm starting to believe it, babe Don't want me feel this way, ha. Don't want me feel this pain, nah. Don't want me see your face, ha. It's time to walk away, ha. I feel that every day, ha. It's like a constant weight, ha. I might just suffocate, I'm digging Just the first people. Now, can you tell me the inspiration behind this track, Seeing yes. Is Believing? Um, I got to writing and um, I was feeling a bit hopeless. Um, that's why it talks about being on the edge and, you know, mm. kind of hopeless. And um, of course, I struggle with depression. So I just got to writing and I found a great beat that I love. Right. And I just got to writing, and um, it came from me being in a low place, but also the lyrics talking about getting through it, and right, right. that you're tired of feeling this way, and you want to feel a different way. But um, in life, seeing is believing. Right. So, um, and I guess it's just about saying, like, don't want to hear it, don't want to hear anything, mm-hmm. don't want to see anything, don't right. want to feel anything. Right. Now, when I heard you say, seeing like, is like, believing, because right. I guess you're scared of what you're going to see, yeah, because you don't want to hear it or see it or feel it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the anxiousness, that that fear of the unknown. Yeah, the unknown. The unknown. Yes, can exactly. Be very scary. So, um, you know, when you're saying feel like you're you're digging your own grave in there, can you tell mm-hmm. us what, what does that mean? What is that? What's behind those lyrics? Subscribe now for part two. Science Point Podcast. More than the pod, it's a lifestyle. lifestyle, lifestyle.